0: Hello, my name is Duran Schneider, and I'm a practicing internist at Abington Memorial Hospital right out of Philadelphia, uh, and today I'm joined by Dr. Jack Leahy uh, to discuss a case uh, that is as follows. Uh, we have a 38-year-old Caucasian male uh, who presents to his primary care doctor, uh, not having seen a doctor for over uh, 10 years, presents with fatigue, thirst, and has had some recent weight loss. Uh, He has an elevated BMI at 36. His blood pressure is found to be elevated at 150 over 96, and he reports a family history of cardiovascular disease. The initial exam is otherwise unrevealing, but blood work does show an A1C of 8.6, cholesterol level up at 130, triglycerides are at 350, and after that encounter, you diagnose him with type 2 diabetes, hyperlipidemia, and hypertension. Uh, This patient does have insurance coverage, uh, and is started on hydrochlorothiazide and lisinopril for his blood pressure, torvastatin for his hyperlipidemia, and now remains how to uh, deal with his A1C, which is found at 8.6. first step was counseling uh, in lifestyle modification, and uh, with a brief office-based counseling, you send him on his way to follow up in approximately eight weeks. Uh, Three months later, uh, he does show up, and his A1C is down to 8.2. And having had the trial of lifestyle therapy, the next step is to decide how best to manage his type 2 diabetes. We're presented in this case with three possible uh, options. Uh, One is monotherapy with metformin. Uh, The other is combination therapy. Uh, And number three is, is bariatric surgery. Uh, So, Dr. Leahy, uh, maybe a few words about bariatric surgery. This clearly uh, is uh, new on the scene, uh, last uh, 10 years or so, increasing in popularity, uh, increasing in as an option. Uh, How do you think about bariatric surgery as it relates to to this patient and uh, maybe more broadly uh, in, uh, in, in diabetes in general?
1: Yeah, I think this is a very difficult conversation because actually when you read commentaries about bariatric surgery, they're often uh, starting with saying it's very much an uh, uh, an institution variation or even a geographical variation in terms of how active um, weight reduction programs are. Um, what the collaboration is between the surgeons and maybe a diabetes clinic and a university, on and on and on. So we're we're probably not as clean in our thought process in terms of who should go for um, that kind of surgery as it ought to be, and that probably needs to evolve with time so we have a much better understanding of, you know, criteria who's best and and how that information should be presented to patients generally across the country, not specifically institution-specific, So now that I've said that, I think here's sort of the thought process. Uh, It is a common experience of all of us, of people we have taken care of for years and years who struggle with diabetes care, who struggle with obesity, who struggle with hypertension, who struggle with lipid control, and it just never seems to get better despite adding drug after drug after drug after drug over many years. And I think now that we have this other option, which is the surgical approach. Uh, we're learning that, in fact, people fairly early in the course of diabetes with significant obesity and other cardiovascular risk factors, that weight reduction surgery can be incredibly effective. Uh, it, uh, and all of the studies that have recently come out, there's several New England Journal papers in the last year that show about an 80% reduction in risk of diabetes after Roux-en-Y gastric bypass surgery it shows much, much better long-term efficacy in terms of diabetes uh, control or even essentially removal of all diabetes treatment agents in the patients post-weight um, production surgery as opposed to standard medical therapy. Big improvement in cardiovascular risk factors with the surgical approach as opposed to standard medical therapy. And over the long term, the Swedish obesity study showed less cardiovascular disease in patients who had, had gastric bypass surgery as opposed to medical therapy. So it's clearly, I think, in most patients, an effective therapy. The problem is the obvious, which is it's a major surgical approach. It is very significant, uh, a cross-line It is scary as all get-out to many providers and patients, and because of that, it's still a very limited therapy in um, many institutions, not used probably as much as it should be if we didn't have all of these negatives attached to it. Specifically for my institution, the working relationship between us and the surgeons is pretty good. I think we're essentially, uh, when we see people who are the classic patients of a BMI with 35 and above, who have diabetes and especially other vascular risk uh, factors, at least part of the initial conversation we have with them is that weight reduction surgery is there. Uh, it is effective. It would require them to uh, have uh, full consultations and probably a lengthy preoperative um, time with uh, these services because they work hard on a multitude of um, evaluations before one finally gets surgery. But at least we have the conversation that this um, you know therapy exists and if people have an interest, then we'll help them go to the appropriate people and learn more about it.
0: Well, I I, uh, I do believe also that bariatric surgery is going to continue its uh, evolution, just as uh, diabetes uh, pharmacologic therapies have in the past uh, 20, 30 years. Uh, we uh, continue to see the evolution of bariatric surgery to uh, more uh, or less invasive options, if you will, uh, that will continue to drive the cost down. Uh, and to uh, make these uh, more accessible. And for now, your point is well taken to uh, know your own local options, uh, know the complication rates, know the surgeons, uh, know the approaches, and uh, it's that type of knowledge that is going to need to be factored into your decision-making that you would present to your patients, uh, very similar to uh, that kind of knowledge that's required uh, when you offer pharmacotherapy. Um, So with that, I would like to extend my uh, sincere uh, gratitude to to you, Dr. Leahy, for for joining me uh, in the discussion of this fascinating case, uh, and we look forward to uh, the next opportunity to get together. Thank you very much. Thanks a lot. This case and others can be found at betacellsindiabetes.org. Please visit the site regularly as we continue to enhance it Add additional cases and provide content as it appears in the news, in the literature, and around the world.